Hello, this is Emery from Spirituality Toolkit, and today in my tarot series I'm going to read in the 10th card of the Major Arcana, which is the Wheel of Fortune. Now the Wheel of Fortune is a very complicated card. It's full of symbolism, and usually when someone gets this card in a reading, their eyes might focus on one, two, or maybe three particular images. It's it's unusual to focus on literally absolutely everything. Um, there's nothing stopping you, but it's quite easy to get overwhelmed with the card trying to take everything in. And usually, we don't need to take everything in because maybe our spirits only, you know, calling us to one particular image. So, the most dominant image. Is the big red wheel. Wheels represent movement and change. Since the beginning of time man's always wanted to move forward in life and obviously with the invention of the wheel that actually brought that human vision into reality. You know so around the wheel we have some Hebrew letters IHVH which means God. And also as well, there is other letters, T-A-R-O, tarot. So, we can see that on top of the wheel is the Sphinx. The Sphinx looks out directly to the world and it's it knows everything. It's it's a very spiritual symbol. Underneath the wheel is a red figure, which most people actually assume to be Anubis, which is an Egyptian god which guides dead souls and is also the bringer of new life. And Anubis is said to actually raise our conscious consciousness from lower to higher. Around the wheel, there is the four archetypes. We have the angel, which represents the energy of Aquarius. The eagle, which represents the energy of Scorpio. The lion, which represents the energy of Leo. And the bull, which represents the energy of Taurus. Now, they're all fixed signs. Aquarius is a an air sign which is ruled by swords and it's a very intellectual sign. Scorpio is a water sign which is ruled by cups and it's full of emotion. Lion or Leo rather um, is a fire sign which is ruled by wands and it's all about passion. And the bull, Taurus, is an earth sign, and that's actually ruled by pentacles, money. So this is a very, very abundant card, you know, so if you get this in a reading, you have, you know, it's like, what's moving forward in your life, is it, you know, so... A business venture which could come under both intellect 
and passion and finances and emotion that's also relationships that would obviously definitely come under emotions just having some fun in your life um, so we could look to the lion passion for that or maybe it's like a house move you know so we could look towards the bull pentacles the earth energy for, for that or maybe you know your eyes are not directed to the four archetypes maybe it's you know it's a uh, looks towards the sphinx and it's all about you know spiritual awareness or your eyes can be directed towards anubis and it could be saying to you look it's time to up your game you know and um, you know raise up your your consciousness level you know start start awakening you know or it could just be looking towards the wheel and all the symbols represented in it so it's all about that change so the best course of action for the wheel of fortune is to realize that change does happen you know and have faith in in this change it's a really good abundant card to receive in an upright position it's all about you know accepting that you know we're born we live and we die there's no resistance to this card so the wheel of fortune in reverse well the wheel of fortune reverse things will still keep moving forward but the only thing that's going to um, hinder you is your resistance to it it's like if you think of the seasons well summer's going to be hot if we're lucky winter's going to be cold there's very little point in sitting in our houses complaining that you know the summer is going to burn our skin or the winter is going to make our heating bills rise we know these things are going to happen because it happens every year without fail you know so so what this card is saying to us is, look, you know, things will just keep moving forward, whether you're, you know, um, resisting it or not resisting it. The world doesn't really care, you know, if you're just sitting in your house, you know, on your computer, complaining about the inevitable. It just is like, okay, well, you're the one who's who's missing out, you know, um, so if you're the type of person who's always you know finding some reasons to complain it's not just seasons it could be like aging as well it's like we all know that you know we're going to go through you know women obviously go through the menopause we're all going to get older and stuff yes obviously take care of our health absolutely but i as a woman in my 40s i would see very little point you know, and then just, you know, try, trying to dress as I was when I was, like, 10 years old. I'd, I'd look a bit weird, <laughs> to be honest, you know, um, or trying to dress, like, when I was a, a, a child-free young woman. Again, 
not really appropriate. And it's not like I'm going around dressed in like an old, you know, uh, old hag. <laughs> so that's not definitely, it's definitely not a case of, of that. But it's, it's being, being appropriate, appropriate, you know, is growing old with grace. We seem to have um, forgotten that. You know, I always think of um, the actress Audrey Hepburn, who she just epitomised growing old gracefully. She really did. Um, so that was always a, a wonderful thing to say. And so with the Wheel of Fortune the, in reverse, the best action to take is go with the flow, you know, I know it might be a little bit hard at first, but sometimes, you know, you just have to realise that you complained about the weather last year and the year before and the year before and the year before. Mm, maybe it's not really doing you any good, is it? You know, or if you just think, well, actually, I had a good time in my teens and 20s or 30s or whatever, you know, and I'm, I'm now much, much older look look around to people who you admire look how how they're dressing you know you don't you know you don't want to you know copy someone who you don't admire just you know because sometimes I see these women in their so sorry I'm picking on women because I am a woman <laughs> um, um sometimes I see these women in their later years on the um, 70s 60s or 70s and they've got long hair um you know um, and it's it's very thinning and it just looks coarse but you can imagine like when they were a, a child or you know a teenager they they probably had like thick long luscious hair and it was probably just like complimented they were like people would be like your hair is so beautiful and that was like their crowning glory because our hair is our crowning glory and then sometimes when I see these women and they still got like that long hair I think well in your head you know are you still making that connection between when you was really young and you had so much praise for your long luscious hair but your hair is not long and luscious anymore it's still long but it's not long and straggly and you know and then I think well actually if you just cut your hair to like shoulder length, because your shoulder is still nice, it's still long, you know, or then it will just look so much healthier. But it's that doesn't really happen, and you know, you obviously you can't really say nothing. So this has been quite a long reason. The Wheel of Fortune is a very complicated card. And it's the type of card which, when it comes up in a reason, it can actually overshadow, you know, some of the other cards um, as well, because because it is so powerful. And but usually, yes, it can overpower some of the cards. But if you look at some of the cards that you actually receive in the reason, it can also complicate complement it as well 
you can also complicate it as well, you know, so, you know, not going to deny that. So thank you for listening.